Hey everybody, this is Jeff Similian coming back to you live with another episode of Leveling Up. Today I have a special uh, guest, Christina Simpson. Hello. From Simpson Law. She's an attorney, business attorney. So the reason I have Christina on show today is because, like I said, she's a business attorney to give all small business owners, entrepreneurs, some legal advice, how to go about their business, how to start their business, how to get their paperwork on, on um um, how to get their paperwork in line and, and get everything together. So one of my biggest things is, is that you are, um, for, in order to, to start a small business, you got to have all, all your paperwork, everything in place, um, you know, financial tax, tax documents, so on and so forth. That so many different things that goes into owning a business that a lot of us don't know as far as, you know, creating an LLC, um, you know, S-Corp, um, different way of setting up your business. And, you know, a lot, again, a lot of time people don't understand the difference between an LLC and an S-Corp, C-Corp, so on and so forth. So I have Christina here on the show today to basically give us some advice on how to go about those things. And if anybody needs, you know, more questions, details, she's a, she's a sister. You could reach out to her, speak black to her, and ask her whatever <laughs> kind of questions that you need so you could get your answers, so you could get your business right, so you could basically, once you go from having your financials and all those things right, I mean, your, your legal right, then you can move on to your financials, and then that's when you are able to, to you know, qualify for loans and so on and so forth, you know, and, and be able to get your business to the next level and, you know, be able to fund whatever um, whatever else that you need to, to, to fund. So today, Christina, how's it going? Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. How did you level up today? What did you do this morning to level up when you first wake up? How do you level up? I usually start my morning um, with a prayer. So I usually thank God for waking me up. Absolutely. Sort of talk to him um, about whatever it is I have planned for that day. Okay. I ask him to work through me, and I usually ask him to sort of protect usually all the people that are close to me. So that's how I usually level up in the morning. Absolutely. Great way to level up in the morning. Absolutely. It's what I do, too, in the morning. I meditate and then do a little workout or a little stretch, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. So, <laughs> yep, question. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> how did you um get started in, in law? I mean, what, and um, how did you get into that field? Like, is that something that you grew up wanting to do or is that just happened by accident? Um, Well, law has something that has been something that I've always been sort of like a little bit interested in. But I've always sort of played between the idea of being a lawyer or a teacher. Um, I just didn't know exactly which one it was that I wanted to be. So I love teaching. Like I love helping others. I love sort of giving them information. But I also love the law. Absolutely. Um, it wasn't until I was in college where I actually made the decision of going to law school. So what sort of turned me away from teaching is that I didn't really want to teach mm-hmm. kids. <laughs> Where'd you go to college? By the time of my I went to BC. BC, okay. Mm-hmm. Eagles, go Eagles. Yeah, so my fellow Eagles. Absolutely. Um, uh-huh. So when I was in college, um, I just made the decision, you know, I wanted to go to law school. I didn't want to teach anymore. Uh-huh. Um, well, I didn't want to teach children. Um, okay. High school elementary school those kind of kids i did not feel like i was equipped to teach or had the patience to for that matter absolutely. everybody so, gotta have their own thing you know not everything's good for you absolutely yep and when i would say about junior year i got an internship at a law firm okay. where they did trademarks copyrights and publishing contracts and trademark. this was sort of a new area of law that i had no idea about can you explain trademarks a little bit more Absolutely. Uh, what exactly is trademarking, and how is, how does it benefit 
know, so trademark is trademarking is something that I think all businesses should do because it basically protects your brand name, your company name, brand. your logo, slogan, your logos. Mm -hmm. Um, you can get a trademark on a state level, but mm -hmm. that only sort of offers you protection on a state level. So I advise most of my clients to get a federal trademark app uh, registration, which allows you to be the sole person using that name or that slogan or that mm -hmm. logo in your area of uh, area or industry, and allows you to tell other people's not other people not to use it to send sort of cease and desist letters and things like that so okay. it gives you that upper hand in the market is that similar to that the situation um not too long ago when toronto raptors won a championship um what is it monster drink trying to sue them you know for, for the logo for, yeah for you know because it looks similar is that what you so, say similar to that right yeah or? so monster drinks um mm -hmm issue was that they didn't want people to be confused and think that they sort of represented the Toronto rappers or had anything to do with them or sort of endorsed them in any way. Wow. So that's really what comes up with trademark issues is not wanting to have a similar mark to somebody else. Yeah. Because again, if they're if they represent something totally different than mm -hmm. you represent, you don't want to be seen as, you know, standing behind them or mm. having anything to do with their brand. Okay. Especially okay. if it's polar opposite than yours. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Trademarking is very important. What else is important for small business owners to to know as far as the legal um, aspect of for their business in, in the beginning stages? I would say first, you know, a lot of business owners, they don't consult with attorneys at all. Mm -hmm. And I think even if it's just a consultation, you should definitely, you know, set up a meeting with an attorney. One, to make sure that you have the proper form for your business. Okay. So a lot of business owners feel like they can do it on their own, which most of them start off like as a sole proprietor or something like that. But as you grow, you want to start thinking about other forms like an LLC or a corporation. So this is where I tell most of my clients, you know, this is where you have your attorney and sort of your CPA or your tax person on hand. Yeah. Because the form that you choose later on really really ultimately depends on what the tax consequences are and what mm. is most beneficial for your business. Is it easy to to switch those things up if you didn't know you started at LLC and say, oh man, I didn't know, you know, those those were the tax requirements. Then can I switch it up? Can you switch up to a C Corp or S Corp or whatever it is? I mean, what are those penalties? or? So it's not really penalties. <clears throat> so in terms of paper-wise, so it's fairly easy to switch business forms. Mm -hmm. Where the issue comes up is, say, if you have all of your bank accounts, all of your licenses, all mm -hmm. of your permits, under one LLC. Once you switch business forms, you need to change everything, everything over else. to that. Okay. So that's where it can become sort of a lot of work or hard. But okay. just changing business forms isn't the hard work. It's changing everything that comes under the business mm -hmm. form. Mm -hmm. And that's your specialty. Those are things that you met. You you've able to navigate. You can help a small business owner navigate through that process. Yes. Yeah, so I can definitely help a small business owner um, choose which type of business form they want to. I always always tell them you know talk to their tax person first because i can help you form any business but i'm not a tax attorney and i'm not a tax person so okay. your tax person might tell you hey like this works better for you and i can definitely help you set up that business form whether it's an llc or corporation or an escort okay if somebody needs to get in contact with you or reach you or you know for whatever reason you know what i mean how do they get a hold of you so I have my website. It's www.christinasimpsonlaw.com. Okay. I'm on Instagram. It's my name, Christina Simpson with ESQ at the end. Um, and also you could call me. My phone is 617-756-9153. I usually Just always give you the number right now. <laughs> <laughs> I usually always answer the phone. I always answer texts. Um, a lot of people like to text me. That's fine. 
but definitely you can reach me on my website on Instagram I get a lot of people who send me DMs asking me questions so that's perfectly fine okay so as I said before um, you know owning a small business having a, a an attorney is very important is that something that you agree on you agree with or um... I think having an attorney is crucial to your business mm-hmm. because what happens is a lot of people come to me when there's a problem mm. And that problem could have been easily avoided if you had an attorney on deck in the beginning. So how easy it is to to retain your service? I mean, a lot. I know a lot of ret- um, attorneys, you know, pretty much want want to be on retainers, um, you know, for for their services. How easy it is to to retain your services? So whenever that a situation may occur, that it's nothing but a phone call or just a text message. Because I'm sure people, you know, if they're not a client, they can't just say, "Hey, yeah. can you do this?" and so I'm just going to answer the questions, right? I do free consults, so mm-hmm. I'm not charging people to speak to me. And free consultations. <laughs> and and figure out whether yeah. or not they want to hire me as an attorney. Mm-hmm. So once we get through the consult, once I send you my retainer agreement, um, so like you can discuss with me whatever your situation is, whatever it is, and we work that into the retainer. Once I'm on retainer, you can call me, you can text me, you can send me email whenever issues come up because that's what I'm there for. Okay. Like, I want you to feel comfortable to call me before things hit the fan. Like, don't wait and say, oh, hey, Christina, you know, this happened because I did X, Y, and Z. No, ask me while you're doing X, Y, and Z if this makes mm-hmm. sense or this is legal. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so when you was in college, um, what other subject, you know, classes did you take? that you feel that basically helps you get to your level that, you know, help your career? So honestly, in college, that I've, I struggled with sort of picking a major mm-hmm. that I felt would, once I made the decision to go to law school, I sort of struggled with picking a major that would get me to law school. Okay. Because BC doesn't necessarily have like a pre-law major like some colleges or universities do. So I ended up being what they call like a pre-law concentration, mm-hmm. which takes, you take legal class, like law classes, but I was ultimately an English major and African studies minor. So being an English major and African studies minor helped me, like you're mostly reading, you're mostly writing, and that's mm-hmm. what law school is. It also sort of, reading. it's a, mm-hmm. a lot of reading. And a lot of writing, especially your first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a person who liked reading and writing is sort of fit for me. Okay. And so that's why I felt like those classes sort of prepared me to be in law school where I, where I was, like, I enjoyed law school better than, than college, to tell you the truth, honestly. Um, because I like reading. Like, I mm-hmm. like writing. Those are things that ever since I was younger I like to do. Absolutely, absolutely. It seems to me that, you know, a lot of times from people that I have conversation with, it's kind of the same thing with me when I was in college. Like, there was a lot of classes that I was taking I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Only thing I liked was just the business classes that had to do with what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Yep. So it seems like your college is sometimes I say it's a waste of time unless you Oh, know, I've had this conversation with people, <laughs> and I know, like, you know, this is just my opinion. Absolutely. But I tell people well. I felt like college was a waste of time, and if I didn't need it to go to law school, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have went. Absolutely. So, I, but everybody has a different opinion, you know. Yeah. So, tell me more about your industry and your business, and, and dealing with you know custom clients when you know when you retain a client, you know you basically trying to teach them and, and guide them through that process because that's something that a lot of times I have to do. I know I've referred you business, and people call me like, "Hey, is she this? Is she that?" And I pretty much have to hold their hands and educate them. So how is that for you? Is that something that you face a lot as well? or? 
So I would say, like, when I first started my firm, I would get a lot of questions mm-hmm. about, like, my background and whether I was capable or sort of um, what... How, does, how do you feel about that? I mean, do you is that something that you still get? Or people... Because like, I know when I tell them I'm a commercial broker, they look at me, commercial broker, like... Okay, you know. I don't get it as much as I used to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning, it used to sort of stress me out and mm-hmm. kind of make me a little bit upset. Like, why do I need to explain my background to you yeah. if, like, I'm an attorney and I have my own firm? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and somebody told me that if those are the questions you're getting, then maybe those aren't clients for you. So Ooh. if they're questioning sort of like your fees or questioning your background or mm-hmm. questioning your capabilities, then maybe that's not a client that you want to have. So that's the outlook I've taken so far. So if I start getting a lot of questions about, I mean, sometimes no, okay. obviously, you know, you need to show what your worth is. Yeah. And I think my work shows what See, my worth you, is. See, you were rolling up the sleeve <laughs> as you're saying this. <laughs> I, think my, I think definitely like just... My work ethic and the way I present myself in mm-hmm. my meetings, the way that I answer your questions, I think that sort of speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. If you want to ask me what college I went to or what law school I went to or what I did or what or how I, what makes me qualified to work with you, then maybe you should go to somebody else. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's sure. how I look at it. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned that you have your own firm. How was that process? Because, I mean, me owning my own business, I know there was a lot of trials and tribulations. Like, what was those... You know, trials and tribulations, the obstacles. I mean, obviously, I'm sure people question your ability, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Like, what can you share, like, the ups and downs? Like, what can you share with us? Um, so, I think having <clears throat> your own firm is definitely not easy at all. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely a process. So, you need to have a lot of patience. So, in the beginning, everybody thinks that they're going to make just a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. They'll have a whole bunch of clients. Um, everything will just come to them. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I learned is that's not how it is. You mm-hmm. need time to build your brand. You need time to get your name out there. You need time to sort of let people see who you are. And so, I haven't naturally Agreed. been a patient person. So, <laughs> this has sort of allowed me to work on my patience. Um the other thing I would say is like patience re- is important. <laughs> Absolutely. And you need to be passionate about what you do. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. owning your own law firm and starting it and getting off the ground is not like working at a firm where you get a steady paycheck every week. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know that you're going to get paid every week. When you have your own firm, like you don't know if you're gonna you get paid know. every week. Self- yeah. Like that's not how it is. So if you're not dedicated and passionate about what you do, then that might not necessarily work for you. Like you might be better suited like getting a steady paycheck somewhere yeah. else. Um, you gotta be passionate and devote your time to whatever it is that you're saying that you that absolutely. you yeah. Absolutely. And again, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Like it's being your own uh, boss or starting your own business is not for everybody. Why did you do it? Like, why was it? Did you, did you say well, this is for me, or is just there was another reason? What was your reason saying that? Okay, I'm gonna do this. So I've always sort of had that entrepreneur spirit. Um, like my dad owns his own business. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of uh, the people on his side have their own business, like my grandma, things like that. And I've always known that going into law, eventually I wanted to start my own business. I just okay. wasn't sure what at what point. Well, at what point in time I would start my own law firm. Okay. Um, most people, when they graduate from law school, they work at a firm for like 10 to 15 years. Did you work at a firm or you basically just started your own firm? I did work at a firm for about, I want to say, uh, well, the firm I was at, I was there for like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. After law school, I was there for about six months and I was not happy okay. at all. I was not happy having a boss. I was not happy <laughs> having to be there at a certain time, getting home at like 10 o'clock at night. I was Ooh. just miserable. I was miserable not being able to 
sort of pick and choose the cases that I worked on or the clients that I dealt with. And also, I went to law school in New York, so I was far away from home. Well, uh, it was not far, but to me, it was far. Four um, hours. <laughs> absolutely. You couldn't just <laughs> you go can't home. Just, you can't just walk home. Yeah. yeah. So, I got to a point where I wanted to come back home. And when I came back home, that's when I started my firm because okay. it just made sense at the time. Okay. So, um, have, again, having your own business, how long you been in business now that... It's been a little over two years. Okay. Yep. And how, what are the challenges and how has that been for you versus, you know, obviously I'm sure you still have to work even later hours now or, you know, more hours or do things that you don't want to do, but is it the passion that keeps you going or? So what, it is. Okay. So when you're at a firm, like you have like assistants, you have people you, that help you do things when you're your own business, especially in law, like you're the person who does the client intake, you're the person who does the meetings, you're the person who does all the work, you're the person who does, does the drafts, the reviews, things like that. Mm. And for me, because I love what I do, it doesn't bother me so much and I'm happy doing it. Like I'm a lot happier doing everything on my own than I was at a firm. Okay. So again, it really comes down to what it, how, what, how passionate you are. So obviously like eventually I would love to get to the point where like I have other attorneys that I work, that work for me or other sort of um, office personnel that work for me. But right now in the stages that I'm at, it's fine to me. Absolutely. Like I don't mind the late. Sometimes, Sometimes I have late days where I have a lot of work to do, and some days I don't. Like, I can take a day off during the week if I want to. You wouldn't be able to do that if you worked at a firm. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. I mean, that's that's the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur and owning your own businesses. It's that flexibility, but at the same time, it's also knowing and understanding it's a lot of work. It's a lot absolutely. of grind, long hours, so you definitely have to have the right, you know, the right mentality and and obviously the most important thing is the purpose is it's it's the passion that keeps you going because money doesn't keep you going absolutely right and yeah. it's not easy like you know you can be getting paid for something but if you're not passionate and happy doing it what's the point eventually you're gonna do lax work it, mm -hmm. it's gonna show in your product like if you're an entrepreneur you have to know like you need to put in this work whether it's long hours or there's long weeks days whatever it is and you're passionate about it people can tell that people can it, it shows through your work product so question if if somebody's watching this and would want to work with you who thought about working with you you know what what makes you different from anybody else there uh, that's out there that's providing similar service i mean What's the difference between dealing with Christina and dealing with I mean, Christina, else? there's absolutely, only one. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, definitely like personability. Like I mm -hmm. definitely have a different sort of understanding mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. life and about how things operate. Mm -hmm. um, and plus, like I'm from Boston. I grew up in Mission. Like <laughs> I'm very familiar with how things work. So I'll put you on the spot right now. <laughs> Tell me a story about a situation that you helped the client or or, you know, a, a story that could captivate people right now that could just say, oh, wow, I'm calling her right now, or I need her service, or... Um, so one of my clients um, that I'm constantly getting work for, she came to me because she had gone through several other attorneys before me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She actually found me on Instagram, um, and she, like tells people all the time how great I am and how much, you know, I've helped her. She came to me with a trademark issue okay. where people were using her trademark mm. and 
she came to me with several issues. But one of the issues was that people were using her trademarks. And okay. she needed me to sort of go to this person like, hey, this person was being very disrespectful. Uh-huh. They weren't they weren't responding. They were rude. So she needed a person who sort of understands this generation mm-hmm. to go to them <laughs> and sort of get through to them, help yeah. them understand, you that know. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that without without sort of being overly legal uh-huh. or using sort of legal terms that people wouldn't understand. understand so it relate to them on their level. Speak black to them. Yes, that's the way to put it. And so I was able to do that That's for my her. favorite term, speak black. I was able to do that for her. And she was super, like, she was very impressed. Like, she was excited. I was able to resolve the issue for her. And again, just with that client, like, the other issues that have continuously come up that other attorneys were able to solve mm-hmm. and weren't able to follow through for her, I've been able to do that for her. Like, yeah. follow through, solve issues, figure out problems. Absolutely, absolutely. I think a lot of times, I mean... Having to understand people's needs and how to communicate is, is, is very important because it's not just saying something, it's listening, it's understanding. Absolutely. Yeah, my uncle used to tell me, Jeff, listening is an art. You know what I mean? And understanding is an art. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's, there's, you know, you can say something, but the way I take it, the way I, I, I you know, I accept it is, is totally different from the way that you probably said it. And a lot of times when you're dealing with in business and people don't understand legal terms, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, and, you know, sometimes you have to bring it down. And yeah, like you need to understand who your audience is yeah. and who it is that you're dealing with. Do I really need to use all these high-tech, long legal words just to explain something so simple to you? Absolutely no. Not. I can talk to you like a regular, normal person and still get my point across Absolutely. and help you understand what it is that you need to understand. So if you had to give an advice to a, a small, um, you know, to an entrepreneur right now, and as far as, you know, basically you know having a, um, an attorney on retainer um, what what advice would you give them how you know how to go about that because like I said I think that legally we all you know whether it's personal family business we all should have a family attorney because it's the piece of paper in America that gets you through things you know mm-hmm. what I mean so um, I feel like I mean I know that I would advise everybody to have a business attorney at some point to understand Absolutely. or to have access to them. You know what I mean? So is that something that you also advise people or how, I mean, you know? I think everyone should have a business attorney, whether or not you use them all the time or not, mm-hmm. or just when certain issues come up. I would say definitely find an attorney that you feel comfortable with. One that you have no problem picking up the phone, calling, emailing, texting, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. I feel like I make myself available to the point where I want my clients to feel comfortably shooting me a text, asking me a question. Because I would rather them do that than wait till again, like things hit the ceiling and things go wrong. So I would definitely say find an attorney you feel comfortable with that sort of matches um, that sort of understands your business goals, understands what it is that you're trying to do and that you can relate to. Absolutely, absolutely. So what's in Christina's future as far as, you know, growing her business? Uh, people need to find you. People need to work with you. Um, you know, what's what's next? Um, I'm definitely, you know, continuing to try to grow my business, mm-hmm. probably add some people to my team eventually. But mostly I'm working on sort of just developing relationships with clients like all over Boston and outside of Boston. Absolutely, absolutely. And then you work, you said you mentioned you work with people in Roxbury primarily. What about people from Dorchester, Mattapan? I work with people everywhere, all over Boston, Roxbury, Dorchester, Mattapan, outside Boston, 
Quincy. Are you, are you global? Um, are I'm you trying national? to be global. <laughs> I'm trying to be national. To be so national. if there's a national problem I can, you know, deal with, then I'll definitely deal absolutely, with it. Absolutely, absolutely. And when you deal with business, um, you mentioned that, you know, primary is business attorney. Anything else that you deal with, like family or, you know, if two people have a business, two business partners, whether it's a brother or sisters, they had a business together and now you know, they need to part ways. Is that something that you deal with as well? Or? So I deal with sort of all kinds of business issues. So mm-hmm. whether it's um, setting up a business form, whether mm-hmm. it's closing down a business, I help with contracts. So if you have a contract that needs to be reviewed or negotiated, I also do that. Um, whether you need contracts for your business, because a lot of businesses are operating without contracts, without Indeed. service agreements, without confidentiality agreements, things like that. So I help put that in place, even to the very beginning stages of before you inform your business, like business plans. Like mm-hmm. I help draft and review those. Um, what else? On the other side, sort of trademarks, copyrights, licensing. I deal with all of those issues. Awesome, awesome. Well, Christina, I appreciate the time. I appreciate the knowledge. I appreciate the conversation. Thank you. Thank you very much. And most importantly, mm-hmm. as a gift to all my guests that comes in the show, your own personal label pen for leveling Thank up. Thank you very much. Boss, I mean, for leveling up with, you know, with the podcast and Thank also you. putting on people and changing lives and also making a difference in the community. I appreciate it. Thank you. It was Thank great having much. Great yeah. being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And... Once again, this is Jeff Chameleon, Leveling Up with Christina. Thank you. Thank you.